What is up, y'all? It is your girl, Scardi B, and welcome back to another episode of Sugar, We're Going In, the only podcast about the history of Fall Out Boy and hip hop. If you can believe it, uh, there is a ton, a ton to talk about, and we are about six months into this podcast now. We, the, the royal we, me, I contain multitudes, and we are still only in 2007. I dead ass thought I'd be wrapping up by now, but we are just getting fucking started. Um, today is an interview with someone that if you've been to any Fall Out Boy show like pre-2008, um, you know him, you love him, you've seen him on the Live in Phoenix video taking um t-shirt air gun cannons to the body and losing a bet to pee um about the fact that he couldn't speak uh for what 24 48 hours well whatever you've seen him do he's either hyping you up at a show or again doing some jackass stunts before or after the set it's dirty it is john dirty miller i had the absolute pleasure of being able to sit down with dirty and catch up after all these years i mean if you were a fall boy fan back then or you're like hip to the lore um this dude was basically like a fifth member of the band and he has so much love for this band and so many stories to tell and it was so awesome to talk to him and hear some never before heard stories uh, from him um, about being on the road with Fall Out Boy all these years at the really critical years. Um, I don't think that this will be the last time we have Dirty on, which is the most amazing statement to ever make. Um, but please, without further ado, please help me welcome Dirty. You'll hear me fumble through some of this interview because I'm literally nervous. <laughs> um, but this dude is the best. I'll link some videos featuring him in the show notes so you can also get to know the wonderful John Dirty Miller. What is up, y'all? It is your girl, Scardi B, and I'm here with a very fucking special edition of Sugar We're Going In. I even got nervous recording the intro right about now. I have someone so deep, so ingrained in Fall Out Boy lore that if you know, you fucking know. It is the man that needs no fucking introduction, but I'm gonna give one to him anyway. Dirty, what is up, dude? Welcome to Sugar. We're going in. <laughs> what up? I love my life. I love my life. Yeah. No, if I you were, so if you fucking so know, you know, Dirty, I love my life. I love your life. I love this show. I love that this show allows for moments like this to really come full circle. I mean, I remember going to my first show, um, Honda Civic Tour 2007, yeah. and you were such a, a deep part of the show and what people looked forward to. And tell us, how did it all get started? Who are you and, and what do you do best? Yeah, so uh, obviously my name's Dirty, but uh, you know my, my name actually is John Miller. I know it's a very basic and common name. So when I first started touring, I was like, yeah, you can't go out. <laughs> so, so my friends called me dirty around here in Jacksonville. And so uh, I decided that like, you know what? I'm going to go on tour. My buddy, Ryan DePaulo, uh, he is the, he's the guitar player for Matchbook Romance. Uh, he went by the name Judas. Uh, he used to live in Jacksonville, moved to New York. He called uh, my brother and was like, hey, man, I got, we're coming through town. It was on the yellow card tour. Uh, in 2003, and he's like, yeah, we need a guy to sell merch. And my brother's like, well, I can't do it. And I was like, I'll do it. And he's like, well, my brother will go, well, they didn't know me. You know, Did you so ever like, work in music before this? No, no. <laughs> I, never, I, was a, I was a waiter at Red Lobster. And, no way. <laughs> I was just a waiter. And uh, 
Uh, they, oh, uh, I feel like you have fabulous bedside manner. Like oh, you man. were, you were crushing those Dude, I endless I, shrimp. I, I, I never wrote a order down. You know, that's what I was known for. Like, you know, you got like salads and dressings and stuff. So, so I can remember like two or three tables at once, and uh, and people always thought it was hilarious because they would challenge me, and I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna remember your order. You feel special. Thing no, I'm you. vastly <laughs> mentally ill. I will do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. So like then, uh, so in 2003, I went on uh, a three week tour. Uh, it was a yellow card was the headline, and Master Pro Master was the main support. Motion City soundtrack jumped on there too. That was a cool. Shout out, shout out, yeah. Justin Pierre for the fucking win. Let's go. Yeah, love those people. Love those people. And then so, so then it kind of started off from there. And uh, they were like, we hit it off so well. They're like, well, dude, well, it was supposed to be a temporary thing. They're like, dude, come out with us. Just come out. So January of 04 uh, was the Mest Fallout Boy Matchbook Romance store. Mm. And that's where I met Pete. And uh, me and Pete hit it off. Great guy, man. We always had so much fun. Um, this opening band, uh, Dynamite Boy, would sing uh, a song called from uh, ACDC, TNT, and I love ACDC. Huge yeah. fan, right? And so I would go on. One day I was standing on the side of the stage, and I went up to the band. I was like, hey, man, can I go on stage and sing this song with you? No, it was just some lowly merch guy. And they are like, yeah, yeah, of course. And I was like, cool. So I went on stage and just went ballistic, dude. I had a microphone. Of course. I was screaming. I was like, running on top of people. I was diving into the crowd. And uh, next night I see Pete watching the side stage, you know? And then, uh, and then after that, we just became boys. And like, uh, and then like the, uh, 04 Warp Tour, we got, we got to, we were on that together. I was still with Matchbook. He was with them. And then, uh, that fall, uh, uh, we were, uh, taking back Sunday, follow up with Matchbook Romance Tour. And, uh, that's when we, we really started filming. We started filming in like, 2004 uh we were filming like a lot of different things and uh then it just kind of progressed into that where they in the middle of that tour they were just like because matchbook romance and fall boy shared a tour bus so oh, like really yeah because weren't they together in the nintendo fusion tour mm-hmm. and it was a motion city mm-hmm. and the nintendo fusion tour that's what that was it was the yes. team that won. yes mm-hmm. so so they were like okay cool um oh, cute. who's a bottom bunker and who's a top bunker Oh man, I'm a bottom bunk person. Okay, man. yeah, right. of course, roll out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I'm a bottom bunk person, totally, man. That's where I was. Always on the bottom bunk, always. Um, and then uh, from there, from there, it just progressed into uh, uh, a bunch of different things. Like you know, they they ended up uh, asking me to go on tour with them, so I did like a van and trailer tour with them, and that that Christmas. And then um, after that. Uh, that, that first tour I came into, I believe it was the uh, Black Clouds. Oh, Fuel Bar Ramen tour. Uh, from there, I, I, the first tour I flew into because I flew in from a, a Magic Romance tour, and that was my last gig with them. I flew in there, and how it all got started was uh, we like the one of the first things I did when we got there was uh, uh, my Eric was this guy named Eric was the uh, drum tech at the time, and this is one of his favorite stories to tell. I, I show I showed up and they were like, "Hey, Dirty will do it," and I was like, "Do what?" And they're like, "Hey, if we shave the Scott Tennerman, where from South Park, where they shaved off a bunch of pubes and put them in chili." Mm-hmm. Right? So, so they're like, "Hey, Dirty, will you do this?" Now they had a guy who was with them who was like all hesitant about doing it, didn't want to do it because there was pubes. 
I only had one question. I just wanted to know how hot the chili was. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't even question about the pubes. I didn't care about the pubes. No, that's like, protein. I was like, my, he loves telling the story. He was like, he's like, oh, all he ever asked was how hot the chili was. And I was like, yeah. So uh, that night um, we were selling merch. I believe we were in Arizona and, or, uh, and uh, I was selling shirts. I was selling clandestine because uh, Jim was a merch guy and I was doing clandestine. And uh, we worked together. I love Jim. Love me some Jim. And then, uh, uh, then they uh, ended up. Uh, I was standing side stage, and uh, they came off, and I was like, "Hey, I bet I can get the crowd to chant motherfucking FOB." And they were like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm drunk." I was like, "Yeah, I get crowd chant motherfucking FOB," and they're like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." I said, "Go ahead." So I took a microphone. I went out on stage, got hike each band. Off the top, all this off the top of my head, hyped each band, got every kid to stick their hands in the air with me just like this. And chant, motherfucking FOB. It's probably like 2,200 kids at the time. And like, uh, they just went, I'll on. enter the video right here for the clip because there <laughs> are clips of that on the internet. <laughs> yeah, of there off of way. yeah. And it just ended up taking off from there to where they were like, yeah, dude, you gotta do that every night. Well, then it got to the point where like, uh, I, I really wasn't the best merch guy. <laughs> and then uh, I could sling merch all day. But Yeah, you know. no, we have the personalities. We can make friends with The Rock, but yeah. numbers? Yeah. We're too <laughs> hot. Like, like, what are we doing? I like, yeah, I like to party. I like to have a good time, you know? So then they had me in charge of hanging banners. and then I Someone has, them. like, 30, like, clandestine hoodies, and they're selling them for $500 a piece on eBay right now. <laughs> they're like, wow, you'll never probably, believe it. No. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> They put me in charge of banners, and then I lost the banners. <laughs> then, <laughs> then they, I like, I left them at like a venue, and everyone's like really dirty. I was like, what? Oh, that venue has it hung up in glass yeah. right now. I was like, like, you guys put me in charge of the banners. I was like, what am I supposed to do? And then, uh, and it was cool though because really, uh, really, I, I worked, for, I worked for Pete. You know, I, I toured with the band, but I really, I, you know, I, uh, pretty much was like, Pete's my dude, man. Like, he was such a good guy. Yeah, how was it navigating his his fan like his his fame like navigating Pete's fame like during this time? Man, I didn't, dude, we didn't. I didn't even look at it like that. It was, from my point of view, it was just two dudes hanging out. Absolutely, yeah. Like it, that's because because it really was. It was just me and him hanging out all the time. You know, um, we just did. A, I mean, just what normal guys would do. It's funny though. I love. Uh, I wasn't his assistant in any way. People sometimes get that country. I was never Pete's assistant. All I did was just wherever he was, I was. <clears throat> wherever Pete went, I went. You know, and we just hung out. We had a good time. You know, uh, if he needed something, yeah, I'd go get it from my dude. Dude can't go out in public. Yeah. You know, but really, 100%. But no, it was funny. Uh, uh, Pete, was, Pete was always good about things like that. We had a good time. Um, from from fighting in the pool to fighting outside the bus. <laughs> Some of those fights being on tape. Now you were in Live in Phoenix, and then you also had a part in Release the Bats, or was it just Live in Phoenix? No, uh, we did Release the Bats. Yeah, it's actually Release the Bats. When we, that's when we started filming in like 2004, and that was fun. And then so the uh, beginning of Decay Dance, aka Pete's uh, Young Money. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had a good time with that, you know, and then. Uh, uh, we had a good time, uh, of course, on uh, the live in Phoenix. That was fun. 
that was actually really fun to talk to me how it was like, because that was a lot of people's maybe who didn't get to go to a fallout boy show first impression and their first understanding of you and the relationship with the band. Talk to me about your favorite moments that you remember. And maybe some moments that didn't make it into live in Phoenix. Cause we saw the slip and slide iconic and then the wall, the wall hole, even though that was like more like friends or enemies, like yeah. li- live in Phoenix territory. So what were some other things that didn't make the cut? I mean, we've seen Dirty's Bet, parts one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that one was tough, man. That was tough because I wasn't allowed to talk. I couldn't drink. I couldn't do any extracurricular activities. Like, I literally was not allowed to The plates that. made me sad. I was like, don't break my man's no, plate. Charlie and them, they, the Charlie was, Charlie's the best, man. Ch- chill out, man. He's the best, dude. He was, he was, he Ah, uh, man, he said, give me shit, dude, but good shit, though. And then um, they they messed with me hard that day. Oh, I, I, I think I made it, like, freaking, like, like I don't know, like, 17, 18 hours or something. Yeah, like you were super close. And by the end, like, oh, Pete had okay. straightened all your hair. Yeah, and and like, you had, like, eyeliner on. And, like. There's a real airbrush machine. So they're, like, really airbrushing the stuff on to me. And I couldn't tell them no. And, and Dan Sue, um looked at me and he's KTC, like, if you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan looks at me and he's like, he asked me a question. And I was like, I was like, um, I was like, I don't want to answer. I don't know. And you just see my face drop. Oh, yeah. It's a really casual line, but it wasn't that. I just want to prove I could do it. I the, the thing that sucks is I had to go to a party, like this dope ass party, like after party, like in this dope ass club. Uh, mm. the night, the night that, uh, this went on, and uh, and I couldn't drink at it, and I couldn't party, and I just had to sit there and be oh. quiet. Made fun of me like the entire because I love the after parties, you know. I was of course. Yeah. Are there some after party stories? Oh, there's plenty of them. I don't think I can tell them though. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Fair, fair. You are a very open book, but when it's off, it's off. But with with live in Phoenix, that that's when the production really stepped up. You know, like we were traveling with like I don't know six, like four or five semi trucks, probably even more. And then we had like we had like four or five like six buses, you know. So it was just a you had two buses. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a huge production tour, and, I, and that's where you really like really stepped back and looked and was like, dude, man, these dudes are like these dudes are fit, yeah. you know. But they were still such they still are such great guys. Uh, I took my kids uh, to go see them uh, on this past tour, and they still treat my kids like so great. Every time they come out, they're they're so nice to them, and they especially just, now that they're dads. I think it's like innate. Yeah, no, no, and they used to give me, they used to give me crap about when I had, first had my son. You know who and what? Yeah, no, they did. They would. Uh, I remember, um, uh, uh, like all of them uh, would joke around because I'd be on tour, and, and then my girl at the time was like, she's my best friend now. Yeah, we've been divorced for a long time, but dude is like my homegirl, Beth. Uh, uh, we are, we we have two beautiful boys together, and uh, we. Um, uh, she's a good girl, but she they used to give me such crap about having uh, like, oh, who do you think she's with now? Huh? Blah, 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 oh blah. my god! Like, stop, man, stop. You know, but no, but they. But then I, I had my sons, and you know, and it was really neat because um, the day that uh, 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 the day my son Dylan was born, which Dylan is actually named after Pete. Yeah, okay, you have to tell us all about that sweet baby Dylan. Yeah, talk to talk to me. What is Dylan's full name? Yeah, Dylan's full name is uh, Dylan Kingston Miller. Legend. <laughs> yeah, so, so Dylan is actually bow, 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 bow. Yeah. like every time you say Kingston, you gotta like throw like mad yeah, air yeah, horns. Yeah. Like, yeah. So Dylan's actually named after Pete, uh, his middle name. So, and uh, I remember it was a newfound glory tour. 
and I had this the first tour I ever missed. You know, I've made every tour, and uh, uh, I missed. I had to miss that tour, and uh, to to be home, you know, because I, I was not going to miss the birth of my son. Man, I'm a family man. Of they course, always there by everything. Dylan and Rylan are, are awesome. So, uh, uh, so Dylan, uh, once he was born on stage, and that, that right after he was born, like a few hours later, uh, Pete announced that he was born. Which was really cool. That's amazing. There's a video online of it somewhere. I know because I saw it. I'll find it. I'll find yeah. it. I'm pretty good at sleuthing. Yeah, I, fa- so, I found you, and yeah. so we're <laughs> we're doing great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so, but it was really neat. And he announced him being born, and uh, you know he's been so sweet to my family. And uh, my my ex is so funny. So Ryland's not named this Jackson. He's actually named after the Jaguars. <laughs> Okay, so this is an audio medium, but I'll also post this clip. What you don't see is that Dirty is jaguared out his wall, his hoodie. There's a fat head on the wall, like uh, Jackson, uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, they're the number one fan. Dirty, wow. Yeah, I've season got season tickets. I love them. It's great. Um, You know, they're they're my favorite. Favorite uh, football team. I go so Jackson, aka Jackson Jaguar, Kingston wins. Yeah, so yeah, so you got Kingston, you got Jackson. So Rylan and Dylan have unique middle names that I gave them for things that I like. You know, that's so. amazing. <laughs> well, how, how did Pete react? Oh, he loved it, man. He loved <laughs> it. You know? he, he, it was, just, it was he, Pete did so much for me. Yeah, you know, I think we did a lot for each other. You know, um, yeah, it's really neat to be. Uh, included with those guys, you know, and to be, to have such a wonderful story to tell, you know, and to be able to talk about all the things, the the tour stories, I've got hundreds of tour stories and, you know, and then like, you know, be able to still be somewhat affiliated about with their upcoming, you know, where they came up and just to be a part of that story has been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, y'all go so back. You showed me right before the show, but if you want to hold it up for the clip, um, I show the photos that, uh, Oh Yeah. Y'all have. I'll post this clip up, but uh, Dirty will also describe this beautiful collage. Yeah, so this right here is when we first met on 2004. Wow. And then uh, there's where we went, me and Pete. You can see us in the back back there. We rode some ride at Disney World. And that's where I held a koala for the first time in Australia. Because uh, you used to go on like the Overcast Kids uh, yeah. trips. Yeah. So I, how I crazy is that? So for people who don't know, like overcast kids used to have like flyaways, like you could get and book trips and then go on these trips with fallout boy and do activities with them. Yeah, we, did San, yeah, we, we took, we, we took over the whole San Diego zoo one time. What? Yeah. And that was fun. And you, you, if you were on me and Pete's bus, you were, me put Pete and Charlie's bus. You were, you were in good hands. We had a good time. <laughs> I can only uh, imagine. And talk to me more about like kind of like the fan experience then and now. I mean, I feel like obviously today with safety and protocols, like there's so much in place, but we were doing meet and greets. We were traveling with them. Um, yeah. what, what's been that switch in fan interaction and how can like people still make it special? Oh, man. Because I, I was with them when, you know, they used to come standing out at the merch table and mm-hmm. sign autographs and stuff. And then, unfortunately, you know, as the bigger you get, the more dangerous it gets, you know. And yeah. I don't think people really realize that, how it can actually become a danger at one point. You see these, you see the people with the paparazzi on, on um, you know, on, on shows and, like, they're attacking people and stuff. You know? and so Absolutely. You, I mean, you look at it like at least when you're doing meet and greets in a controlled environment. And then I think that, you know, definitely with uh, – uh, you know, the way the world turned, you know, COVID, things like that. And, 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 you know, I'm not, 
sure when they stopped doing the meet and greets because I know they still did them for a long time. They I mean, now it's like very rare, but like I remember my last mm-hmm. one was Monumentor, which is like 2014. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I went to that meet and greet too, you know, and so. But uh, yeah, I think it was there, it had to be right 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 before COVID is when they had. Of course, I know when they came out of COVID, I don't think they've done one since. Dirty, you literally were my and still continue to be my career goals. Like literally, I was like, <laughs> I would like to hype everyone up for Fallout Boy. Like I, mm-hmm. like it's it, it was just so like authentic that I mean it stuck with me all these years I'm 29 I've been going to these shows since I was like 12 13 um and that's why I was like I still think of you so fondly and it's like of course it was like a lot of jackass shit because that's just like what it was back then yeah, um, yeah but just know yeah, just know you definitely made a lot of people happy I mean so much so that there's merchandise made for you I mean talk to me there were two specific shirts that I remember which is the dirty saves and the dirty is my homeboy which is like the animated one with like your thumbs up like <laughs> Yeah, so so the the dirty is not my homeboy. That's a pretty yes, funny. it's dirty is not my homeboy. Yes, yeah, dirty is not my homeboy. That's a funny one. Even so, better because uh, actually, I have it. I think I know exactly where it is. Please, I, I like please. I don't want to take that. It's on my dresser. Did it evaporate? Yeah, I couldn't find it. Like, I must have put I must have packed it back up. I pulled some stuff out to show some my kids. They asked some questions about it. So, what are the questions that your kids have about your life? Oh man, my son Dylan got to experience a lot of it uh, when he was young, though. Um, they they love. Uh, I think they love finding the videos and showing mm. their friends. And like, you, uh, you going through a table, you yeah, <laughs> off the chest, hang out with yeah. the band. But then it makes it really cool when the band comes through and like, I'm able to take them back there and they get to meet the band, things like that, you know, and they, uh, and, and then they get the pictures with the band and then they get to show all their friends. So they're pretty stoked on that. So Fall Out Boy's like still ki- like cool to, to like the kids, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, like like they like that. Like Fall Out Boy's like still relevant and cool to them. Absolutely, yeah, I feel like such a geezer. Absolutely. I'm like literally not even thirty, and I'm like, oh. do the youth like them? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are they into it? Yeah, like <laughs> um, we went and saw them in Tampa, and uh, you know they, they give us you know full full access backstage one line. Like, yeah, and then like uh, give us great seats, and they're so sweet. And uh, just to see those sold out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's the smallest show you've seen them at? And then obviously what's the biggest show that you've seen them at? Oh, okay. Smallest show would have to be the mess tour. There is definitely some smaller shows on that tour. Uh, Like four people in the audience and you're one of them? No, no, no. No, probably like, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred. Oh! (laughs) You know, something around there. I think that's probably... Maybe maybe a thousand little maybe I think that's probably the less I've seen them uh, maybe a little less but you know over a hundred thousand it's like I mean we played Ready and Leeds Fest you know mm-hmm. which and I remember the first time we played that um, which was uh, epic you know getting to go overseas but uh, we were all it was on one it was one time on Ready and Leeds and uh, Pete called me out called me on stage and told like pretty much all all of UK. That I could out drink them. 
<laughs> so, that, and, that's and, like a national security risk. Like yeah, that was not great. Yeah, like the, the entire the entire festival in Iowa could not drink them. So I came on stage, I chugged a beer, and I turned out to the bottom, smashed it on my face after I drank it, split my head from my Jesus. Blood was coming down my face. There's so I think I have a photo of it somewhere, but I it's it was epic. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then definitely had to show them, you know, how I was a lot, how it was tough I was, you know, that I was not gonna take shit. Uh, of I'll course. Did you say at the end there? <laughs> I said I'll out drink all you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean let's talk about more about like your just like again experience, like live touring with them. Um you also ended up in uh the ocean at Jones Beach uh, in New York. Yeah. What yeah. do you recall? What was that system like? What was it like when you hit the water and how bad did it taste? Yeah, it was bad. We, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I think I, I, there was one point I swam from one side to the other. Yeah, it was like it had to have been Pete's birthday because like yeah, the we, day we, after was Jersey and I think, yeah. Yeah, so, so uh, I, he took, they took like, this is the one where they took the base and they threw it off and I jumped mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah, so, so Pete took a base and he threw it into the water and I had to jump in after it. But earlier that day, uh, well, I was actually doing backflips into it and I swam over to a barge, like go across far out, and they were all dying laughing because I'm just a Florida boy. Water's water, you know. So I didn't realize what I was swimming in. And everyone's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "What, man? I'm just it's water." Swimming. They're like, "They're like, you're just no, you're gonna come out a ninja turtle, like." <laughs> Just swimming this, I didn't. I didn't care. There was, uh, you know, uh, another time I was in Germany, and uh, another like kind of a water story. I was in, we were in Germany. We were playing Germany, and they had like this little canal that went underneath the venue, right? And I mean, this is a big warehouse, mm-hmm. big warehouse, big warehouse. Uh, Five thousand plus kids there, maybe even ten thousand, close to ten thousand. You know, so and uh you couldn't it was like a canal that went underneath and it opened up into a bigger body of water outside the other side of it well we asked the people has anybody ever gone underneath your building and they're like they're like no no we don't think anybody has and And all these fucking crazy americans are asking about this yeah keep in mind it's winter there's like snow on the ground and like they're like they're like i was like i'll do it like dirty you do it like yeah yeah i was like i'll do it so I put my, of course, I have my board shorts in my bag. So I threw my board shorts. One of three things in your bag, yeah. Yeah, literally, I had, I, I had a, a white t-shirt. I had board shorts. And then the outfit I had on, um, I, I always wore black shorts, uh, black Volcom chinos. And then uh, I wore no shirt, of course. And then I wore my Miller High Life vest. And I would grab a hat from the tour. I was going to say either a hat or a shirt. Like you yeah, were yeah, I grab a half a tour, and um, for a while, I I would I rock my SB Hawaii dunks until Ooh. I yeah. So I had a, a pair of SB Hawaii dunks I rocked on that I rocked for a long time until I literally rocked the soles right off of them. I still have those shoes too. They just you can just literally pull them apart. You gotta like hang them over like something. Yeah. So yeah. you're here in Germany. There's a canal. You're in nothing. Yeah. So so then uh, so they were like, oh, we can't let you do this. But we're like, oh, we're not. We're gonna do it. Yeah, no, fuck it. So, uh, so uh, Charlie, Charlie grabs me, gives me a hog, and then like, and like, there's video, there's, there's, a, yeah, there's video footage of this that no one's ever seen, right? Uh, I don't think it ever made the light of day because I think we were in the middle of like putting, it, we we're gonna put together like another DVD at this time, and uh, I so there's tons of footage out there, so 
I don't know where it is or who has it, but there is a ton of footage of us doing stuff. Need it. And yeah, I would love to, for that to fall to come up, to come to light. But so uh, um, Charlie lowers me down. Now I can't I keep my I can't see anything. Water's going fast too. Mm-hmm. And I can't see anything. And they're like, we don't know what's under there. They're trying to tell me they don't know what's under there. I mean, it could have been like a cage. A hundred percent. Fuck. So 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 I was like, you know what, dude, dope. Let's go. Charlie, Charlie lets me go, drops, and then everybody because this is so this is on video too. So on video, everybody runs to the other side of the building, right? And then they just sit there and film. Like they're just sitting there filming. They wait, wait. they wait. So so it, you know, a couple minutes go by. I saw them come out the other side. Now keep in mind, so I'm going underneath, right? And then all of a sudden it's so cold I can barely breathe. I'm trying to slow my breathing down so that I cannot like hyperventilate and die. Yeah, so I'm trying to slow my breathing down, my body's freezing. And then all of a sudden, I just start noticing the water started going like this to the building. No, and I, no, and so I've got no. one foot out in front of me. I got like no shoes on. <laughs> one foot out in front of me. And like my mouth like barely sticking up out. <gasps> and, like all I can see are pipes coming at me slowly. And I, and I couldn't even see the other end. Finally, like I, I swear to you, like, like three minutes goes by. They're freaking out. On the video, they're like, oh, my God, we killed Dirty. Yeah. Oh, my God, we killed Dirty. Oh, my God, we killed Dirty. <laughs> yeah, I know, pretty much. Oh, you bastards. Uh, and so they pretty much, and then all of a sudden, they're like, Dirty, Dirty. You only hear me go, I'm like calm. I'm like, I go, what? Like, like, I didn't even know, like, something was wrong. I didn't realize that they were all freaking out. They're panicking, yelling Pete's writing a PR statement. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, panicking, writing my, yelling my name. And I just go, What? Like seriously, I was like, "What? I, I, it's taking a while for me to float through here. What do you want me to do?" Okay, that's so, so funny. But it's like so, echoing all weird. What? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. So I finally come out the other side. I can't swim. It's too cold for me to swim. <sighs> in this chain link fence. They're making like a human chain pull me out. I'm like completely red, barely can breathe. And but it was epic because to go on to do something that no one else had done. No, we didn't know what was down there, you know, and to make it all the way through. Uh, far, who has that footage? Who was holding the camera? I know, I know, I know. We we set the camera for all. We set the camera for all kinds of things. Like there is tons. Can you tons. imagine if GoPros were a thing when when y'all were doing this? Smartphones were a thing. Okay, let's let's go there because I was definitely recording shit off of a BlackBerry for a long yeah, time. So no flash, three megapixels, all potato. Dude, I was I was we were like I was on tour with I was on tour for like two years before the first iPhone came out. That's you know, crazy. like I remember Pete was on his uh, sidekick. And yes, sidekick too. And it was so funny when Pete would text. Uh, he would look where he was texting, right? So this dude would walk. He would walk, and I would just walk in front of him and just turn him. <laughs> he's like going down the avenue like typing shit out you could literally literally text for like an hour and not look up because dude you know i would just i would literally just turn him or i'd stop him or i'd move him if we had to move the trust. I would pull him i would pull him i would stop him yeah dude he was my best friend man he's i mean he still is like to this day will always be one of my best friends and uh i mean they all are i'll tell you what uh andy patrick and joe these are these four dudes are some of the sweetest dudes you've ever in your life. Yeah, I mean, all four of them are, are super sweet, and you know the way that they, the, the relationship I have with each one of them are different. You know, you know, mm-hmm. Patrick's, um, but God, like, there's not 
so, such as we are, like such a nice guy, so polite. Very nerdy. So like anything <laughs> Batman, DC, uh, yeah. uh, Philly old soul. Uh, yeah, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's such so talented. I mean, that dude yeah. is beyond belief talented. I mean, I think, I think when I saw him uh, in, in Tampa, he was working on like four things at once. Like, like while or recording like shows, like doing all this other stuff. So that was pretty cool. Well, during Honda Civic tour, he was working uh, on what would be Viva La Cobra. Like they got off tour and in three months, the album was out. Like that's how much they worked on tour because that tour went through mm, September and then we're like August and then they were that done. That was a fun tour. That was definitely a fun tour. You know? I mean, from the intro, I like iconic with like, obviously Jay-Z y'all opened with Thriller and it was just like, I would do anything to get Thriller back on the set list. But then uh, to the changing rooms, remember the transparent changing rooms? Oh yeah. And, 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 <laughs> yeah we had, when we, on that tour, I got, I got hit with baseballs to the chest, right? They were like, we, now that's a funny story how that, that came about. Uh, you know, when, when people have money, you don't want to like say What's something. that like? You know, like, like when people have money, they can just blow for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, and you're sitting there, we're watching Happy Gilmore, right? <laughs> and uh, the baseball scene comes over, he's taking baseball. So he's like, well, I've got 365 days to next year's hockey season. I got to tough it up. And so I was like, oh, I can do that. And this is Pete. Really? I was like, yeah, I can do that. He's like, <laughs> Turn okay. the entire being. <laughs> so like, he just, it was it. That was it. Like, I swear to you, like, maybe like an hour later, a white van pulls up. Oh and, my God. and I come outside and I'm like pulling a pitching machine out of this thing. I'm and so happy like, all my iTunes uh, 99 cents uh, went towards some yeah, part of this. Yeah, I'm very proud. Dude, which goes by is a pitching machine who does <laughs> this. And then like and a, a shit ton of balls. And, and, they get, and they bought me a full face mask. He's like, cool, cool, cool. Go stand down there. And I was like, uh, and y'all also had the t-shirt launcher that you took to the face with some fucking ice cream or to yeah, your ass. Yeah, Same, different cannon. face, you know? Yeah, no, we, we shot a lot of stuff out of that t-shirt cannon. But, what was uh, the weirdest one? Oh, man. I, I think the ice cream it had was definitely the best. The ice cream was definitely the best. But it made the DVD. It had to it be. Did, it did. We were, we were fired. Of course, you saw the water bottles. We, I fired out of it. We, I mean, anything we could put into it. I remember we we uh, we stuff all kinds of things, but uh, I just put it, like on full power and like shoot shoot like, directly into the crowd. <laughs> but nothing like eleven year old girl's face just completely yeah. indented, just concave. Oh yeah, and they're probably like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, but, uh, yeah, literally, and somewhere else that people know that they've seen you in is music videos so you were in a bunch of follow-up by music videos can you talk to me about just being a part of the production and what that was like yeah so uh, if there's a, there's actually uh the first video i'm really in like major video is uh making the video with uh sugar we're going down uh, i think it's i think mtv2 did it it's on the internet you guys should find that one i have that one yeah so mtv2 making the video uh sugar we're going down um i so it's like it's like thirty minutes long or something like that, and uh, I it's so funny because about about twenty five twenty minutes into it or something like that or thirty minutes into it I don't know how long it is, but then it's like ten minutes of me talking, <laughs> and it's so funny. Uh, and they're like, "Who the fuck?" Patrick leads up to it. Patrick's like, "Well, let me." You hear me screaming in the background because I have a very distinct voice when I get all excited and I start screaming, and uh, you know, and, and Patrick's like. Oh, 
that's dirty. We found him on a safari in Jacksonville. <laughs> so, so it's super funny. And, um, I, and th- that video shoot was great. Cause that was like one of their first big videos, you know, uh, sure we down. And, uh, I'm actually not in that video, but I'm in the making of the video. And, uh, we you got a- to watch him get his, um, armpits, uh, dried out with hair dryers. That's yeah. the best thing I've ever seen as an equally sweaty person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I attest. I'm like, that's making it. I, I went to the top of the mountain and took a golf cart because we were, we were in the middle of nowhere. And so we were on a golf course and it's like on a mountain and I, we went and got a golf cart and me and Pete just like went nuts in this golf cart. Like they were, I was driving back and forth when they were hitting golf balls at it. We were jumping it off. So you can see a lot of it in that video, but then, uh, uh, but we used to do stuff like that all the time. You know, we, we would, we would, uh, at different shows, we'd take different things, you know, lots of golf carts, uh, you know, I got in trouble a lot because I would cover for him, you know, and mm-hmm. like, Who? And there was, there was somebody, we, no, okay, this is funny. So one time, one time we had a, we stole a golf cart and I mean, we were like, take it, but we jumped golf carts in the legs. We ran up into things. Well, we did this one and they were pissed. I mean, they were chasing us. They were pissed because we would drive them out in front of the crowd and wave people as we were riding mm-hmm. by and stuff. And um, they were mad. And so we pulled up and he takes off running and they come, they get me. Obviously you can't, you, what I'm wearing is very distinct. You can't miss this. Man, no short Long shorts, hair, yeah. beard, you know. You I, just I, described I, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they, uh, with the highlight vest, and, you know, and they uh, uh, they come and give me, like, who was with you? I was like, nobody's like, we saw that. Who, who was that girl with you? <laughs> because people, because back then, you know, I mean, there wasn't really like skinny clothes. So, you know, most of those guys, they would buy chicks clothes, you know? And so you were like, <laughs> who's that super hot chick, <laughs> super yeah. hot mixed chick so just tiny. running away. Those were so tiny, you know? And so he's a little guy. He's just a little guy. And then, uh, and then uh, he had like uh, this hoodie on, you know, and it was like purple on it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know where that chick is. <laughs> that's like, so hey, funny. I was like, I wish yeah. love of my life. Yeah, no, but that's that's super. We saw a forklift one time, Ooh. and uh, and I I, uh, I stood on the forks, and uh, and Pete raised the forks as high as it would go. <laughs> now I don't know what we were thinking during all this, like all this shit that we did. Like, you guys should have been like in science. Like it just sounds like a lot of experiments. None of this. I should be dead. I mean, <laughs> that'll be the name of your bio. Yeah, yeah. Pete should have killed me a long time ago. You know, so he knows too much. The story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so they. Um, uh, we ended up. Uh, we, we had a forklift one time. We raised the forks all the way to the top. I stood on it. This dude's just driving crazy everywhere. You know. So that was. And I mean, we, we took as much stuff as we could. I mean, we were just, we were just, you know, young guys, you know, just having a good time living life, man. I mean, indestructible. We, really, we really lived the tour life, man. The, the after, you know, it was fun. He would DJ every night afterwards. And so like know, privately like, or like at shows, I like private DJs. Like he would get, he would, he would get offered and, and uh, to, to come DJ events. And so, so he learned how to DJ, and so he, he would be DJ, and I would just be in the background. There's there's video, there's like pictures and stuff of him DJing. And I'm Were you ever at a show with him and Clinton Sparks? I just had Clinton. I just um, interviewed Clinton Sparks um, a few weeks ago, and was like showing me pictures of him and be in the booth, and I was like, nice. What was how? What year was that? Um, God, it must have been right around CFOB, so like before the hiatus, but like. Right around when Foley Adu was coming out, so two thousand eight, two thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would have been two thousand eight, and yeah, I was I was still there in two thousand eight. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah, it's right around there. Yeah. So I was probably there. If there's, if there's videos of it, maybe if there's pictures of it, then I'm probably in the background. Please. I we're going to, we're going to have to bring you back just for like a video only <laughs> exclusive where you like show off all the things. I want a conveyor belt of Fall yeah. Boy memorabilia because we're already well, going to trade a shirt. Yeah, I have a lot of it, you know, and like we did that Infinity uh, on High Tour, which was one of the coolest shows I've ever done. You know, we did, and this uh, was the Flight Two Hundred Six, where it was yeah, like yeah. New York, Chicago, L.A. Dude, that was insane. So we started off on TRL. Uh, yes, because the outfit that Patrick wore changed my life. The one where he's in like the hoodie with like his Rockefeller chain and mm-hmm. like the clan snapback. I was never the same. Nobody will ever be that. He's him. It's yeah. And that yeah. was a really, that was so cool. You know, we started there on that. Gym class heroes were there. Yeah. And then, then we, then we, then we went to, um, uh, house of blues in Chicago. And this is now all in one day. I mean, and we mm-hmm. had a whole giant ass private jet and they, they were so cool. Like, like they were taking off and I was riding my skateboard down. Like I was moving <laughs> in my seat. Like I'm shooting from like the, the, from Fuck the, yeah. from where the cockpit is all the way down on my skateboard and had to dive into the seat cause I'm smack in the back and, uh, then, then we did uh, the show in LA, but uh, do they had, so they had special napkins and cups and like all this stuff. And so I'm like a memorabilia hog, like so. I no, I, I'm so proud to know I, that I, you're a hoarder. Like yeah, I, I've got tons of it. Like I've got tour books, my laminates. I've got everything. You know, uh, I was blessed to get a platinum record from. Oh. Which is, is it really, nearby? Yeah, actually, it's right here. Can you please show off your platinum record? Yeah. And then, yeah. and then next time we talk, I'll show off mine. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Yeah. So, so that was really cool from on the court three. They were cool. They gave they gave like their, they gave everybody one of those from the first one, which was really nice. And, I mean, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Did you wear your like your nice vest to go and go? <laughs> oh, I got to tell the story of the vest, don't I? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. any picture that you've seen of Dirty is shirtless and or vest. Never shirt and vest. So please tell us about the vest. Yeah. So, so I didn't wear a shirt for. No. I didn't wear a shirt. You had this sick tattoo for what? Yeah. So from 2004 to I think like 2000. And then when I went to, when I transitioned to when I was a VJ for MTV and MTV2 for three years, I still didn't wear Did they make you put a shirt on? No. No, I had to wear a vest. Fuck yeah. I had to wear a vest. So, so I didn't wear a shirt from 2004 to 2012. Right, I only, I went to, <laughs> so for like for like a long. I never wore a t-shirt. I never always wore shorts. Even when we were in the snow, I still wore shorts. But but uh, I come across this Miller High Life vest, and I fell absolutely in love with it. It's right? so suiting. So, I mean, it, it was made yeah. for you. Well, yeah. Well, my last name is Miller. You know, you know, for you know, you know, for three years, no one knew my real name. That's yeah. who was the so, first one to find out, and who'd you break it to? Well, the fans never knew my name. Right? No. No one did. No one did. But the funny thing was, if you look on the release the bats DVD, it says "Dirty Stump" by John Miller. And 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 dirty. Stump I have the DVD yeah. literally think, in my living room. Yeah. So so it's so funny. I was like, you asshole. I was like, that's <laughs> funny <laughs> as shit. Yeah. It's all stunts. All dirty. It's like dirty stunt double John Miller on it. It's super funny. <laughs> I um, think I remember. So, so people didn't get it. No one got it. No. So that was the funniest thing about it. And like, uh, but the vests. So the vests were cool. So uh, I, I think we were on, uh, we were on tour with the All American Rejects and great guys. Just saw them recently, uh, about a month ago, uh, play and oh, still such sweet guys, man. Took, got to come out, hang out with them. That was fun. Um, uh, uh, so 
Tyson, like we're on tour with him and he's like, Hey man, I was just at my house. I think we were leaving the Oklahoma show or something. And he's like, Hey, uh, I saw this in my closet and thought of you. And he gives me a brand new one. I'm talking, mine has got like rips in it. It's like all torn up. It's like, I have to keep it like in a special spot because I'm afraid it's going to be. It's not like, a fall apart. You can't like, sneeze. Yeah. yeah but my brand new one's got like, still, they're still brand new. The other one I saw is brand new. You were like new. peeling off the little plastic off of the yeah, logo. Yeah, like. yeah they're, all, they're, all in, they're all in my garage and like in bins. I just have bins and boxes and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so it's super funny. Like, so I would, so I got to this, I got this great idea where I was like, I'm going to wear two vests. You know, so I would put the really nice one on underneath the really old dirty one. And I would walk into places and I'd be like, here, they would like check coats. And they, and so I would check it. I would take off the, the, uh, the old one and hand it to the lady. And I had this brand new one on. <laughs> so it's like I never went without. So I had like my, we called it my evening vest. Ah, you know, oh, so yes. Had, for the soiree. Yeah, so I had my, door, my, uh, my, my evening wear and things like that. So, so the vest was cool. And I, I love Tyson. Thank you, Tyson, for that. Um, uh, but the Miller Highlight Fest was like a staple, you know, it could definitely, um, everyone, it just was, it's what I loved it. So I would leave for, I would leave for tour and I literally, like I said earlier, like I would just pack a bag. I would, I would throw on my black shorts. I'd put on, I'd put on and my, not a suitcase, a bag, a backpack, a backpack. Let's be realistic. A backpack. Mm-hmm. And in my backpack, it would have like my digital camera because again, didn't have any no iPhones like phones. that. No phones. Because, dude, imagine, imagine if we were able to film a YouTube channel then. Like, no. like it would have been insane. Pete was so ahead of the time with friends or enemies, but that's yeah. for another time. Yeah, another time, another time. But yeah, so I leave the backpack. I put my vest. I put my. I put a white T-shirt on, and I put my vest on overneath it because uh, airplanes don't like it when you don't fly with shirts. Oh, they, they how'd get, you find out? Oh, because I tried to get on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, now I they did, do that thing where they like hold your passport out and you're like open the vest and you're yeah, like it's no, me. People, people like it was so funny. It was so funny. Um, they uh, that's a that's another story. But I would uh, they would uh, uh, I would get my vest on and then like I literally would just as soon as I hit the ground my white shirt came off went in the bag. Um, I I would I would have the only reason why I'd get fresh socks brought in like to every show and a package of socks as the writer of course like why so my, my writer consists of a shit ton of beer. And uh, and, uh, uh, and uh, socks, and then so, so I was always I was always wearing a fresh pair of socks, you know. And so, but and I would, you know, I would people. Would I think that's like Floyd Mayweather, where he never wears the same pair of like Air Jordan. I mean, like Air Forces twice. Yeah. He just has a room full of Air Forces. Yeah, so I was me with socks. I never. I always had a fresh pair of socks the next day. So that was cool. I didn't. Could you tell them. the venues that were like really cheap and like didn't get the good ones? Yeah, no, no. Whether you got like the Walmart brand or like the Hanes, you know, you, you yeah, know where you're yeah. At. Like, what respect? <laughs> They're like, whose feet but, are these going on, weirdos? Yeah. yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun, you know. We had, so we, you had to wear a shirt on a plane, but you didn't have to wear a shirt to be an MTV VJ. Can you tell yeah. me how that came about and your experience with that? Because honestly, like this, like like your career path is is my career path. So I need to learn more about how we go from hype man to MTV VJ. Yeah. So I uh, it was real. I'm, again, I you know Pete Wins. Um, thank you, follow up boy. Thank you, Pete, for everything you've done for me. You know. Thanks, Pete. Uh, yeah. So the uh, <laughs> I. So how that came about was uh, my they uh, F and MTV premieres. Uh, Pete hosted that on Friday nights on MTV, and uh, 
and he had me co-host the Christmas special with him, which was really cool. So, so I co-hosted that live with him, which was really neat. And, uh, but before that I had done guest spots on like TRL, uh, there's actually like an MTV news one where, where MTV news shows up and they, they, uh, and like they, uh, they're like talking to the band and like they open this door and I'm like just standing there. (laughs) And then they're like, Oh, there you have like, you have like one of the glass, like glasses to the door. You're like, I mean, I was like locked up too. So like, they're like, Oh, there he is. And they're like, all right. So they, uh, um, uh, so they like, we talked then, you know, so MT already knew who I was and, uh, uh, they ended up, uh, uh, Pete had, and them had set it up to where they ended up reaching out to me and, uh, I ended up, uh, I mean, you, know, you have that red lobster charisma that just really yeah. radiates, you know, MTV. From me in New York, you know, we talked and, you know, and they went, they did, we did like a, sh- a short forum. Uh, they came on, uh, like, it was like a five minute short we did for them to like to p- push it and they liked it. And then they, uh, they ended up offering me a gig as a VJ. So I was, I was actually the first ever VJ solely for MTV too. Whoa. So, yeah, so, and I also, I also did the do tour, the pro BMX skateboarding, snowboarding. Oh, tour. perfect. Yeah. So I did that, uh, uh, for MTV two and I did it for, you know, the do tour. I did a lot of love stuff for them there as well. Um, which was really neat. I got to do that for three years. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That's when they used to do like four or five stops summer, four or five stops winter. So like I would travel to like, I was always traveling. And, and at the time we had, a, I had a show on, um, uh, uh, MTV too, as well. My co-host Todd Richards and I, uh, had our show, which was really neat. So that was fun, but it literally was, I started off making $15 a day touring. Right. So that's your per diem. Yeah. I, would, I just got $15 a day. And that was and, and that catering, was, right? Yeah, that you was, have it, to fight for your life. Well, a lot of when we were smaller, you didn't really get the catering. But mm-hmm. fall, but no, and then I when I moved to how fall, do you think they would stay in these little skinny jeans? I know, I know, I remember no but catering. That's why I started when I started back then. It was funny because you know, you know, I was just uh, that was that three week thing. I, that was the first time they were like, "Hey, yeah. we, can, we don't have a lot of money." Sorry, it was like we don't have a lot of money, but we'd love for you to come out. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go out for free." Yeah, you know? I'll pay you. Let's go. I mean, they give me enough <laughs> to eat every day, you know. So that right. was. And, uh, you know, $15 then is a lot different than $15 now. And you could get a little bit more food. You know? yeah, so, only a so, little bit. Maybe yeah. one more chicken wrap. Yeah. You know, a couple more burgers from McDonald's. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was, a, you know, that's how I just literally, uh, on a whim, went out and started doing it. And just was myself the whole time. And never veered away from that path. And uh, it was blessed in the aspect that I got to do, do everything as long as I have been. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I mean, you, you love your life. Where, where does this iconic, I love my life come from? And so, uh, I've said that my whole life, you know? So, uh, my first tattoo says one life, one chance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just, I've always believed that, you know, love and life, man, like it's, you're blessed. You only get one shot at it, you know, and you've got to make it right. That was one of the reasons why, you know, I stepped down from touring. Cause that was a huge thing when I mm-hmm. stepped down from touring. Uh, that was a big thing uh, uh, because they had another tour lined up. I think that was the, uh, they had a big tour lined up after that where everyone was going to be like, it was like this big thing they were going to do for me and everything. Like I was going to do a host a certain way, but my son was just born and you know, I'd seen, I'd seen a lot of these guys on the road and stuff, you know, they had a, their kids were coming out, you know, and it's different, you know, for, for like when the bands, they have their kids come out, they can have their kids come out on tour, but the other guys couldn't. So I was seeing these guys, you know, they would just, they were, they were getting older, 
you know, they look like they, I didn't even know they had a kid. I've been touring with this guy for like two years, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, family is everything, you know, that's why yeah. I love my I've always lived my life because of my family. And then when my son was born, I was like, dude, I want to see this dude grow up. I've lived this amazing adventure. I love your life. Yeah. I want to watch this dude grow up. And I was blessed because as soon as I left tour, I, I ended up getting signed by UTV. You know, and so so my, my adventure got to continue to come and go. But the I love my life thing was just, just something I just, I don't know. It just, it, it was just, it came out of nowhere, to be honest. I, I, I've always- It's I've always, so genuine and wholesome and perfect. Yeah. And it's like- I, Again, I have it. It's 2023, the year of our Lord, and I haven't stopped saying it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need to find, I love like, my life. I love, I, like, find one fucking thing to, to say that about a day. You ate a good piece of chocolate. Your fucking favorite song just came on. I think, uh, like, gratitude is such a privilege and to be older and to get older like I was like I love seeing my bands turn into like these little geezers because I'm like fuck it y'all we made it like yeah. it is such a privilege I mean look at all this gray man I'm getting oh look at all this gray Dirty you look good you look you. phenomenal I mean you were always super cute very cool, handsome man. but you look great like glowing happy what's the secret well do you know I recently just lost 70 pounds wow yeah yeah. So, uh, I, I ended up, uh, honestly, uh, I quit drinking. I, I used to, I was, I partied so hard, man. I had a great life, you know, and, uh, it came time to where it was like, dude, I had to make a decision. make the Longevity, right bro. Yeah. And so, so I was blessed, you know, so I ended up, um, doing that. Uh, and then I was just like working my way out of that and then navigating that part was a different part of my life. And then, but there was, what was really neat was, uh, uh, ended up uh, realizing that I it was it was time, so I started running. You know, I run like I run five to eight miles every morning. Nice. Yeah. So you know, and I, I was I was I'm actually smaller now than I was when I was touring. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a different type of just mentality, especially when you're not on the road and you can create that routine for yourself. Some people really crave and and do a lot for that routine. Damn, so we were talking about getting your shit straight, getting your mental right, getting your body right, and yeah. kind of like what that leads up to. What is legacy to you, Dirty? What is, what's my legacy? Yeah. Man, man. And I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest, man. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I've been blessed like, to be able to do everything that I've done, you know, and to leave behind the I love my life, you know, it's really cool, and, you know, and, and to be able to to still, you know, have people out there like you, which your show is awesome. I'm super stoked for it. Thank you. you. Know, and uh, it's really cool what you do. I'm so stoked on you and everything that you do. And to be a part of that, man. I mean, just storytelling. Like, I tell people all the time, I was like, this isn't for people now. Like, people are enjoying it now, and that's fucking sick. But, like, this is for people 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now who are maybe just discovering this band for this first time and just getting all these stories. Like, we have the technology to do it. And, like, let's give these people their fucking flowers while they're here. Like, these are real fucking people, and we have the immense privilege of talking to them. So I do not take it for granted. I am, I am but a vessel for fallout boy lore. <laughs> yeah. I know. I like, I'm just, I'm lucky to be a part of it, to be a, to, you know, the, the first, their first, you know, before they took their hiatus, you know, for a little bit to be a part of that first part where, where they were all, you know, where they had all of this, you know, they were just up and coming and to, to be such a big part of that part of the world was really cool. Now, this isn't the first time I've brought you up on the podcast because I shouted you out for also being in the MTV VMA suite. You came out for the arms race remix. It was Lil Wayne, Travi and like these and you and these weird like 
animal masks. How yeah. much or how little do you remember about the VMA suite? Because I've heard a lot of things. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> it was really neat because Little Wayne did his walk down that mm-hmm. night. He did walk in. I'm actually standing next to him walking in. With the mask yeah, on, you know, which is really cool. And uh, uh, now and those he, masks—that's what we really need to find. We need to identify where those masks are. Yeah, so that was neat and to be a part of that. Like anytime any VMAs was great, but that one was this particular. That one in particular was really cool because the sweet parties were epic. Like, you know, we had, we smashed a bunch of uh, uh, equipment. Yes, but was it equipment? Because there's one point where someone, like, tears something, but it looks like it was just made of cardboard. Was that real equipment being fucked up, like, and not yeah, just, like, no, it's just, hollow no, we, shit? No, we, we destroyed their... Because <gasps> what looked really real was, like, Pete yeeting his base into oh, oblivion no. at one point. Oh, yeah, no, all that was real. We went and just started, we just started smashing everything. Joe Trom is a lot stronger than I thought because, like, it, he literally made that shit look like cardboard. Like, it folded. Yeah, no, yeah, there was a lot of just stuff there. We were just smashing You were everything. fucking up that drum, like, really, like, literally right at the beginning of, like, yeah. the video when it's all, it was, like, during, I guess, Thanks for the Memories, like, the big, like, yeah. closer. <sighs> so we just, it was just, like, they had me stand off the side and they're, like, just go. And I was, like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it, no, gave, it gave Donnie Thornberry like energy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we uh we had a good time doing that. You know, uh, those guys put on such. That's one thing. Fall Boy is a bunch of entertainers, man, and they would they would put on such an amazing show every night. You know, and to be able to watch it and see it all the time. Do you make music? No, actually, I don't even know how to play an instrument. No, me too, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I don't know how to play anything. So you know what I, I say. Like- I, Okay, I did grow up in a concert band. I played the trombone. Oh, so, like, black I boy. I don't think I can play it now. That was a long time ago. Are any of your kids, like, doing music? I uh, No, no, none of my kids are really big into music. Uh, They'll yet. be podcasters in no time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> podcasting, yeah. But no, no. We're going to get you your own podcast, too, Dirty. You've got a lot to say. Very, we're going to, I do have a lot to say. No, but uh, but it was really neat. I'm uh, uh, that night as well. I think my favorite memory from that night was that we were, it was like one of the after parties and it was in the party. And, and I, I was walking around with a beer bong, right? So I had like his beer bong walking around through the VMAs with a beer bong. And Dave Grohl comes up to me, right? Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. And uh, comes up to me, he's like, oh my God, you got a beer bong. I was like, yeah, dude, of course I got a fucking beer bong. And he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh man, pour one for me. So I like poured a beer and held a beer bong for Dave Grohl. And then he poured one and held one for me. And that's like, to me, that's like ultimate. Like, it was uh, like, yeah. And it's like, I really like your band, dude. Like, <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. But that was really good party days. You know, I'm, I'm two years sober now, which I'm pretty stoked about. Congratulations. You know, and, uh, um, you know, and it was definitely, I think I, I partied in enough in my lifetime that I'm okay. I don't need to do it anymore. 100%. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to remember this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, but it's really neat, man. We had a great time. Absolutely great time. You know, and, uh, now, now, like I said, I'm, uh, that, that 2007 was a great year for Fallout Boy, man. I mean, so much again. So, this specific podcast is about the history of Fallout Boy and hip hop. 2007 introduced Patrick doing Viva La Cobra, working with Lupe Fiasco and The Cool, Jay Z, The Rockefeller Chains. Um, uh, the Kanye West remix, the mega mixes. Are there any specific like fallout boy, hip hop rapper memories that you have with them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So bring uh, them. Yeah. So it was really neat to be a part of Island Def Jam, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. 
it was really cool because, uh, you know, uh, this ain't a scene, it's an arms race video. You know, they, 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 they demonstrate the, you know, cause they kind of got like this pushback, I guess, from like all these people from getting, you know, produced by like a hip hop baby face. Yeah. And then like, it was neat. Cause that video was great because of all oh. of the, because of all of the stuff. I'm in that video too. Yes. So, but, <laughs> and so, uh, that video was iconic for me. Oh my God. Was, Them in the fucking studio with everybody yeah. just looking on be like, what? Like, yeah. And that's really how it was. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the whole incident with Pete in the picture. And uh, oh, I can go get me started on that one. We can talk about that one. Like, I know I, I was with him when he found out. <gasps> we'll get back to that. We'll get back. We'll talk about this first. So, um, <laughs> right next to him. Uh, I, so, um, the, I, I, but we were to, that video was just epic because it really showed and showcased a lot of different things that were going on, especially talking about the hip hop part. But one of my favorite things was uh, Young Jeezy. Uh, when he he is a uh, he's uh, there was a, the Snowman album like when it went, mm-hmm. platinum, it went platinum. Uh, we uh, Jay Z invited me and Pete to uh, to come to the Forty Forty Club in New York, right? And so we were so we decided to go. Now keep in mind, this is like one of those clubs that you're supposed to wear like really really nice clothes. Yeah, well, I was in a vest, but your nice vest, your soiree vest. No, no. <laughs> I wasn't in the night's vest. I wore, I was in a but so I think I think me and Pete were both wearing vest and uh I had shorts and a vest on and he had I think he had a vest too. And uh uh there's pictures, there's pictures out there, it's pretty cool. Um and then uh, uh we go in and like we get in there, we're first of all we're like escorted in by these huge dudes, right? These huge dudes just escort us in. Take us right and back. It looks like they should actually be escorting you out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I should not be allowed. But can we go to wear like nice clothes? You know, like 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 suits and that thing. Like you know, at least at least a dress shirt and pants, slacks. You can't be rocking in there in shorts. Sawie, <laughs> so sawie, so, Jay Z. Yeah. No, but this is cool about it. So uh, so then like uh, uh, I'm standing off in the corner, you know, just chilling, and uh, and then I don't think I was listening with anybody at the time, and. Uh, I think he was right there, and then like uh, uh, Jay Z walks in, and, then I, and so he walks in. He's like scanning the room, scanning the room. We hadn't said anything to anybody yet. I'm probably like ten people deep. Looks at me, he's like, "Dirty!" <gasps> and I'm like, oh. and like you like, like the crowd's like the seas part, you know. And you're like a beacon in the night, just holding up your, just holding yeah. up the rock. You're like, yeah. "Yes, so thank you." Come, come straight to me first, right? And he's talking to me. He's like, he's like, "Yo, man, how was your night?" I was like, "It was good," you know. And he's so polite. He was so glad. I had the pleasure of hanging out with him a few times. Him and I didn't you know him, Beyonce, things like that. They were such such nice people, uh, great people. And uh, they, uh, and it was so funny. He's like talking. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'd love to sit here and talk to you more. He's like, but he's like, you need anything? I was like, well, I was like, you know, some Miller Light would be great. And so he's like, he like calls some dude over and makes this dude bring this entire oh cooler, like fifty Miller like Light. bottle service, but it's just and like, like these tall boys. Like, so right next to me he goes. These are all for you, man. You need anything else? Let me know. He's like, I gotta go to hide a bunch of people. He's like, I wish we could talk to you. He was like, show last night was great. I was like, yeah, show last night was great. All right, bye. Oh. Uh, it's like my first time. Like I'd met him the night before in the dressing room. And uh was uh, was that the night of those pictures of Patrick super sweaty with Beyonce and Jay-Z after the show? I think so. Like think they so. were in like a red dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, whoa. So, 
Okay, lore, 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 lore. I, I, think, so. I think so, yeah. The uh, funny thing is, I, I was sitting on the couch when they came in. I wasn't paying attention. I was sitting in the middle of the couch. I didn't move. And they had to sit on each no! side of me. And I was like, I wasn't oh paying God. attention. I wasn't of course, of course. Not the first time a celebrity come into our dressing room, I wasn't paying attention did something stupid. So, it, Ooh, What know, was another one? Oh, man. Um, uh, oh. Uh, the war flashbacks. No, no. Uh, one celebrity came in, right? Um, and and you don't even have to say their name, but you can I say what it rhymes with. Uh, um, I, I don't. I, I don't. I can't remember a particular. It's I think okay. I know who it was. And mm-hmm. I just don't remember his name. And but uh, he's a sing- He's a, a very famous singer. And okay, uh, okay and uh, he come in. And uh, I come walking out of the shower, just with a, with a beer and joking around. And I didn't realize he was in the house, just butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was in there. And, and it was pretty funny. And that was like that night we threw a cake into the crowd. Uh, All right, Steve Aoki, go crazy. Yeah, we, he, I think we hit him with the cake too. So, Ooh, uh, perfect. We had like his family with him, but he was a really nice guy. So uh, funny. But, but it was pretty cool, you know, and stuff like that. But then, back to the hip-hop and Daisy, like that, to, go to, to be able to do things like that, you know, to be a, like, you know, we'd go to the VMAs and go to Jay-Z's at, like, Jay's parties and stuff afterwards. You know, you'd be sitting there and it was really neat because it'd be like, you know, like, you know, like, you have, like, me, like, I was the one time I was sitting, like, me, Jay-Z, Blue and Chris sitting together and I was like, oh, hey, it's unreal. You know, and then, like, you know, yeah, but there was a bit there. Everyone was so nice, man. Everybody I ever met was just really nice. Even yeah. if it was just bumping into somebody, like were you, know. you were you on that tour where um, obviously you were on tour with uh, Paul Wall when we did Honda Civic tour, and then there was another leg um, in two thousand nine, and that's when um, uh, Fifty Cent was on. Oh no, because we have to talk about the return of Dirty, which was the two thousand nine video. Yeah, so so I wasn't on what? that. What? I know what yeah. happened. This video still lives online. Yeah. And there, have you read the comments lately? Uh uh-uh. Like, there are people like a few weeks ago being like, so what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Everyone's confused. They're like, rest in peace, bro. Like, we love yeah, you, bro. It's, it's a joke, you know? Like, just, That's you know, nothing to fucking joke about. That's actually yeah, extremely yeah. fucking mean. Uh, we did it. We thought it was like, I was there, like, yeah, you know, they, we always, they're, they're, I mean, I, you know, me being a father and things like that, time my son was so young, I would have gone, you know. But I, I mean, you know, but it was definitely fun, you know. That video was hilarious. They, we, I had come out and they're like, uh, we'd gone to the beach earlier that day. It was, we shot it in uh, St. Augustine and uh, Florida. And uh, they, we ended up putting it out. I didn't realize it was going to get so many views, dude. I was like, I started dying laughing. Okay, here's, here's a few comments from as soon as uh, three months ago. Are you ready? Yeah. Where is he now? Okay, now make a video like this for the new tour. Eight <laughs> months ago, still waiting on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and then someone's diving deep into lore to the young fans who have no clue who Dirty is. It's clearly not Die Hard fans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, dude. I, I'm so blessed, you know, to be able to, to, to hang out. You know? People are asking about Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Charlie, man, he's he's out in I think like Oregon now, man. He's nice. Cool. Yeah, I love Charlie. Oh, you know, it's actually the dirty save shirt was uh, I think that was Charlie's idea to do. 
Uh, Genius. Dude, it, it was <laughs> Charlie, so, drop the files. We need a reprint. Yeah, I know. I know. I wonder if he still has the screen version. Yeah, we should. I'll have to hit him up. But, uh, but the, the Dirty is not my homeboy shirt. That's a funny one. Um, I had no idea they were going to do that. You know, and uh, we were sitting on the tour. We were, we were getting ready to start or something. He's, they're like, did you see the merch? I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't see the merch. They're like, they're like huh? you should go see the merch. And I walk up there, and there it is in all its glory. Wow. It's a, it's a picture from me when I was selling merchandise on the 2004 or 2005 War Tour. Uh, How I, was it seeing people in your merchandise? That was cool, man. The Dirty Save shirt was epic. Like, yeah, the Dirty Saves one is really good. I love watching people wearing that Dirty Save shirt, man. That's one of the only tours I ever wore a shirt because I wore my shirt. <laughs> good you know? enough. But then, like, you would turn them into, like, tank tops. I remember, like, seeing them become, like, smaller and smaller. Yeah, as, like, I was, I, I, always, always sleeveless. Always sleeveless. You know? I remember. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen you with sleeves on. Yeah. Like, yeah maybe a shirt, but no. I might get a hoodie right now, you know. I got I got jeans on, you know. You're like, <laughs> like, the, like, you're like the like, original party boy, just, like, tearing away at your shit. Yeah, just like, yeah. we're here with that. Yeah, so funny. Fun. But no, I mean the, the the tie, like you said, the tie was with the hip hop and pop, but it was really cool. You know the the unique way that they were able to do all of that, and and to bring out the artists like Paul Wall, who was really cool. He made me golds. So there's actually pictures you can find. So yeah, wait, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that Paul Wall got you your first caps? Yeah. Because you see, I've seen. I I I too am blanked out. That's crazy. I mean, at the height of grills, like like Nelly and him shut it down. Like that was a song. I remember when I went to my show, people would do the thing where it's like there was like a winter mint gum with that foil and people would like put the foil on their teeth to make it look like grills. It was it was all a thing. Yo, mine had like Pete's initials in it. No, no. <laughs> stop lying to me. Stop lying to me. So I had, I had his initials and I think it was, it was either my initials and his initials were both in it together. And uh, did you guys also put each other's initials in a tree and put a heart around it? Yeah, dude, that's my dude, man. (laughs) And and so uh, I remember when we got this because he'd set it up for us to go meet his guy, Johnny, like TV or something like that. Yeah, that sounds like someone who makes girls. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really big guy. So he he ended up making us our girls and stuff like that. So it was really cool. So I had this this dull bass girl I would wear on stage, you know, so it's super funny. Is it lost to time? Yeah, that thing's gone. Oh, my God. I have no idea where that thing is. It could be in a box. It could be. Dirty, I need you to go through those boxes. Dude. I don't care if you have to FaceTime me. No, FaceTime me, and we'll go, like, one for one. Like, I will be there for you fully cheering you on. Dude, I don't feel like those boxes will fall on me, and I'll get hurt. It's okay, but I'll be there. I'll be, like, 911. Yeah. Please help my mans. But he died doing what he loved. Under yeah. Fall Out Boy merchandise, just like you started. <laughs> I love it. Well, Dirty, thank you so, so much. I feel like we ran through a lifetime and a half and we're not even done yet. Oh, yeah. Um, I got way more, man. I could, that's just, a, that's oh, this just, is, this is part one for fucking sure. Um, next, we have to do a show and tell, and that has to be obviously purely visual, but this is going to start tracing your memory and you're you i need you to just text me whenever you think of something and i'll start a list and <laughs> go boom 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 through it we're going to get this on tape but dirty i ask all of my guests can you give me a good like mouth air horn a good let's go i love my life
have. And there you are. For sugar, we're going in. This is Scardi with Dirty. And thank yep. you so much. <laughs> you are a treat. I tell you Thank what, you, you. Do, you're, you're wonderful, you're fine. And I hope I get to come back on your show again. I want to be yes. a guest again. When I'm in Florida, I'll holler. When you come to Philly or if you and your fam are ever near, please holler. Oh, we yeah, will cross sure. paths. And we have to do another episode where you're going to get this shirt. This shirt is already designed. I'm going to send it to you. We're going to wear our matching shirts and yeah. go through memorabilia and go through these stories. Yeah, yeah, and I've got more more tour stories that you'd probably love to hear. Like oh, I even scratched the surface. I'm ready. But <laughs> next is your podcast. I was thinking talk dirty to me or like mm-hmm. the dirt, you know, something yeah, something on those ends. So many good things that you could talk about in that area. And like <laughs> I had so many different names too that people don't even realize that the band called me. And I had different personas and I would dress differently at different places and would act out a whole persona. <sighs> so we had a great time. I fucking love that. Well, thank you so, so much. Um, this has been it. And then I just hit him with a good old bye.